What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market for you, homies. We got another really great podcast. I think this is something that you're going to find extremely helpful, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. You're a little bit overwhelmed with how expensive homes are, and you're like, I'm never going to be able to make this payment on a month-to-month basis. So what we did is we decided to create a podcast for starter homes with ways to keep your mortgage lower. So we have four great examples here of ways that you can help keep that mortgage lower. We're going to go over them. Angel, which way would you... Let me ask you this. You recently purchased a home you purchased a duplex. Why did you purchase a duplex for? Um, one, for an investment purpose, more for first and foremost. And then two, it's a good way just to keep keep my payment lower, right? And um, so those are really the, the two main reasons that I purchased a duplex. So purchasing a duplex is a great, great example. I think it's, in my opinion, the best example of a great way to purchase a starter home and to keep your costs low, right? Um, and the reason for this, this is a few things, right? There's, first of all, FHA, the FHA loan allows you to buy a duplex with three and a half percent down, right? Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. That's that's something I think if you're looking to invest in real estate, right? A lot, some people just don't wanna invest in real estate. They don't wanna, they just wanna have their house and that's it. They don't care about investment and that's perfectly okay too. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking about, hey, I wanna buy this house and then I wanna rent it out and then later buy another one, FHA, to be able to purchase a duplex with only 3.5% down, that's phenomenal. So FHA allows you to do so. If you go a conventional route, it's minimum 15% down here in LA, Orange County. There's some programs like Home Ready, Home Possible that allow 3%, but due to the income limits in our counties, it's just you can't really qualify for those programs, mm-hmm. right? But anyways, with with that being said, um, yeah, 3.5% for an, for an FHA loan. So that me doing that that covered about little almost about half of my mortgage payment right um I, and i'll give you my example um i purchased the property it was 5100 my mortgage payment is 5100 i rent my back house for 2400 a month so i pay about 2700 a month right out of pocket that's my that's how much i pay um anthony's been to my property uh it doesn't even seem to like, and this is something I tell people: you look for the right duplex if you want it like a specific way. You can make it even feel like it's not even a duplex. Like my back house, my neighbors, I don't even see them. I don't, I don't notice them. They have their own separate parking, their own separate garage, their own. We in, we enclose their backyard. I have a pretty big backyard. I have like a little pool, a little side patio, or a little side area. I have my own garage area, all that, right? And my point to all this is to say that if my house, if we were just to erase my back unit and we were to erase the, I have two two-car garages, so the other garage for the back unit, if I were to erase those off of my property and let's just say where, I, where my living area is at, my mortgage would probably be $1,000 more a month, right? That's how much That's how much that home, what my house would have sold for if it was a single family residence. But instead, I decided, hey, let me go with the duplex. I don't want to live here forever, but I also want to have an investment on my hands. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing this option. Now, I only pay $2,700 a month. When I'm ready, my home's going to gonna be able to rent and, and 
I want to, when I'm ready to move, my front unit and my back unit are going to be able to cover the mortgage. And when that point comes, and I can move on to my next property. Um, and even if you're not looking to necessarily be a real estate investor, right, um, this is still a great way to keep your, your payment low, right? This is still a great way to not feel so overwhelmed, right? When you come from some people I meet, never paid a mortgage, never paid rent, or pay a thousand dollars a month in rent, something crazy low. So the, the thought of them paying such a high mortgage is scary, of course. So this is a great way to uh, keep your mortgage payment low. And then when you are ready to sell your property, having a duplex and getting it off your hands, assuming the rents are pretty good, is, is pretty easy. People are, are always wanting to buy a duplex. Yeah, so that, those are great reasons. There's other reasons as well that Angel didn't really go into. Uh, one of the other reasons would be that purchasing a duplex, you actually qualify for more. They take your anticipated rents that you're going to be collecting and they use that towards your income to help you qualify. So it usually adds about $100,000 to $150,000 more to your pre-approval amount, depending on the, the price of the home or the price of the duplex. Uh, secondly, uh, they, are, they are a lot less competitive duplexes. The most competitive type of home out there is going to be a single family residence. We all know that. Uh, with the garages but uh after that uh a significant drop off to duplex right you're gonna have maybe two to three times less list uh, less offers for a duplex uh, the thing that you need to be aware of for duplexes is that some of them are going to come tenant occupied so you want to be very cautious about this because you might not even be able to purchase it owner occupied or if you are purchase, purchasing owner-occupied and you're inherent, inheriting one of the tenants, they may be paying very low rent, mm -hmm. right? Market rent is very high now. It's gone up about 16% year over year. So right now for like a two-bedroom, for instance, one bath throughout LA County, you're talking a minimum of $2,400, $2,300 now for rent, mm -hmm. right? A lot of renters are paying in the ballpark of $1,500 for that type uh, of space. So you wanna be very cautious about that because you wanna always be able to charge market rents. And then also once you do become the owner of a duplex, right? Once you do start investing, start purchasing investment properties, you always wanna make sure you do your rental, your yearly rent increases because you don't wanna fall behind when it comes to the point where you need to sell. It makes it a lot more difficult to sell when you have uh, tenants that are not paying market rent. So if you're doing those annual rent increases by the time you sell, more than likely it's still gonna be under market rent, but it's not gonna be that far off. It's gonna be a lot easier to sell. Trust me, I've seen homes, duplexes, where renters are paying $800 a month for a two bedroom. And it's just like, they're never gonna leave. Who would leave, especially with in, in LA County when there's, um, when there's limits as to how much you can increase the rent. So you're, they're basically never ever gonna be able to charge market rent for that home unless they leave. Mm -hmm. So you wanna be very cautious about that. I know we kind of went on the tangent, um, but purchasing a duplex is one of the best ways to keep your mortgage lower. And one thing, and kind of off, you know, off the grid of the making your mortgage lower, but it is important, and it is actually gonna make your mortgage lower. One thing where you see these um, landlords mess up is they're never increasing rents. Guys. Make sure you guys can increase rents every year. Make sure you're increasing rents, right? Because um, you don't want to be stuck in that position when you are ready to sell. Your tenants are paying a little rent compared to what the market is. If you if you do ever plan to sell, right? And also too, if you increase the rents, well, that means there's less money out of your pocket, right? So mm -hmm. that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. So the second way that you can 
you know, purchase a starter home and keep their mortgage lower is to purchase a single family residence with a guest home or in-law unit. So again, these the rents you're gonna get from the in-law unit or the guest home are gonna offset how much your mortgage is, right? And right now, you know, in-law unit or e even um, a guest home is gonna run somewhere in the ballpark of $1,500, $2,000 depending on the size. So that's a lot of rent that you could be collecting. And then the good thing about single family residence is that not only can you do the 3.5% FHA, very similar to the duplex, but you can also do 5% conventional. So not 15% conventional like a duplex, 5% conventional, which makes it a lot easier for people who are trying to get their interest rate locked in and not have to worry about refinancing down the line. There's nothing wrong with the FHA loan, but if you have the means to go conventional and you can qualify, sometimes it makes some sense just to lock in your interest rate and you know have a lower uh, mortgage insurance payment. And there's even a, a three percent conventional option too. You know, so something I don't really push as much because you don't qualify. Usually, what tends to happen is you don't qualify for as much as a five percent down. But uh, you know, sometimes it does make sense too. There's even a three percent conventional option if you want to keep that down payment low. Yeah. And then remember, uh, anytime you do owner-occupied financing, you must live at the property for at least one year. So you wanna anticipate that. And then lastly, uh, with single-family residences, especially with the guest or more in-law unit, there is gonna be a tremendous amount of competition for these properties. I think a lot of buyers are aware that, hey, I can rent this out yeah. and it's gonna make my mortgage a lot more affordable. So you're gonna probably see more offers on these type of homes than anything else. So just wanna uh, keep that in mind. And the reason for that too is like a lot of people like it because it's a single family residence and they want that feel of a single family home that they have their own property, right? So trying to step back to that duplex, there's some duplexes that offer that same offer that same feel. So just got to be a little creative with it, right? Uh, some of them are attached, so you can't really get away from it. But some of those duplex properties are like, okay, I can make this feel like I'm have my own I have my own house. I'm not dealing with somebody else, right? So that's that's something to consider as well. Yeah, absolutely. Or even a single family residence with maybe like a back room that has a back entrance. And maybe you just rent out that back room. I've seen that happen a lot and you can rent out bedrooms now for like a thousand dollars, sometimes yeah. even more. Mm -hmm. So that might be a great option. Um, so, I mean, that is another way to, to you know, drive that mortgage lower. Mm -hmm. Uh, the third way that we listed is a single family residence with the detached garage. So, the reason I say a detached garage, right? So a garage that's not attached to, let's just say the front of the home, right? Where you drive in and you can drive into the garage. No, we're talking about a detached garage that's in the back corner of your home, right? That you drive through the driveway all the way to the backyard and you see the detached garage in the back. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why we say detached garage is because these can be converted a lot easier into an ADU, an additional dwelling unit, pretty much like another guest home, right? And these ADUs, they're renting for quite a bit. They tend to be a little bit bigger than you know many of the in-law units, many of the guest homes. Uh, some of them could be two bedrooms, sometimes even bigger. And these ADUs can rent anywhere from you know fifteen hundred to uh, upwards of three thousand dollars. So that's definitely gonna drive down your mortgage payment. Yeah, just bear in mind that it's gonna take some money to fix up that garage, right? And Sometimes you can finance it, sometimes you can't, so you're gonna have to explore those options for yourself. It can range anywhere between 50 to $100,000. If you're trying to do a super nice remodel, it can be even more. 
so you want to also bear that in mind. It makes sense, uh, in my opinion, just to convert any detached garage you're not using into an ADU, just because let's just say you end up spending $100,000. Can you spend $100,000 to collect uh, $2,000 a month in rent? Um, you're pretty much going to make that money back in like 50 payments, right? About four years. That's not bad at all. Um, so that's all, that's, that's a really, and, and that doesn't even in, include the yearly rent increases, right? So it might even be less than that. Yeah. So that's a really, really great thing. It's really, really popular right now in LA County because there's just so limited supply for homes right now, so much demand. And then another good reason to go with the single family route with the detached garages, again, you can do the 3.5% FHA or the 5% conventional. Uh, but once again, it is a single family residence. So it is going to be a very competitive home to get. So you just want to bear that in mind. Uh, one positive thing about this is that once you actually pay that money to convert the garage into an ADU, it's going to add a tremendous amount of value to your home. More than likely, after you convert that ADU uh, or the garage into an ADU, you should be at a tw about 20% equity. And then once you have that 20% equity, you'll be in position to refinance and remove the mortgage insurance or have the property reappraised and remove the mortgage insurance that way. Andrew, what would you say about this? No, yeah, I think the, the value part is, is a big one, right? Not because, one, it has value right away, but when if you ever do plan to sell that property, just like the amount of attention you're gonna get when you put that on the market, if you put that property up against an, a single family residence with the similar, like the actual single family homes, a three bedroom, two bath, your home is gonna be selling for way above those ones, right? If like right now, people, especially now that ADUs are becoming a lot more common, if an ADU is on the market, people are willing to overbid, throw high offers at it and make it happen. So it's it's only gonna bring, I think, a crazy amount of value to your property. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just remember, it, it. just because you purchase a property with a detached garage doesn't mean you need to convert it into an ADU immediately. Mm -hmm. Like it could be something that you work on you know, a True. year or two years after yeah. purchasing. Because I think a lot of people, they purchase a house, yeah. they get overwhelmed, they're like, I don't have the money for an ADU. That's okay. Yeah, no, take your time. You know, if you have to finance it or if you need to save the money, borrow the money, whatever it takes, but just take your time so that you're True. you're not stressing out about trying to convert the, the garage into an ADU mm -hmm. immediately because it's really difficult to do so. It actually takes a lot of time to get the permits, to get the paperwork from the city. It, it's gonna take six months, sometimes yeah. even longer. Just, just for the construction phase. So just bear that in mind. Yeah, and with that being said too, another thing to um, just keep in mind, if you don't, even if you don't do it right away, just make sure when you are looking for properties that you are looking for a property that makes sense for an ADU, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you don't want to do it right away, but you're like, hey, I want to do it two, three years. Make sure you're looking for that property that when it does make sense, don't try to get a, I mean, you can do a one car garage, but a two car garage probably makes a little bit more sense for an ADU or yeah. uh, a land or property that has a space to build something on there. So something to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the last example of a way for you to purchase a starter home and keep your mortgage lower is to purchase a condo or a townhome and with a lower HOA, preferably lower than 350 to $300. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of townhomes and condos with HOAs that are you know, four, 500 plus dollars that have pools, amenities. You're not gonna want that just because uh, it's not gonna make your mortgage payment lower. HOAs are a fee that you're gonna pay forever, right? Regardless of that, regardless if you own your condo or townhome for 50 years, 
there's going to be an HOA fee and likely it will increase over time. Mm -hmm. So try to keep that HOA as low as possible if you can. Um, I think a lot of people tend to shy away from townhomes and condos because they're like, you know what? It doesn't appreciate that well. It's it's not going to be a great investment in the future. But if it's your way in the door, it's not even that bad. Let, let me... I actually, before this podcast, I spent some time pulling the appreciation rates for single family residences, for townhomes, and for condos. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or another form of audio, uh, watch the YouTube version. I'm going to post the charts for these. But the single family residence, five year appreciation rate, so since 2017, is 8.94%. Tremendous appreciation. That's amazing. Um, for a townhome, the five-year appreciation rate is 8.1%. So it isn't even that far off of the single-family residence. And then for a condo, that five-year appreciation rate is 6.65%. So it's about a little bit more than 2% off of the, the single-family residence rate. But that's still really great appreciation in the last five years. 6.65, you think about it, you know, within three years, you're going to have 20% equity with a 3.5% FHA uh, loan, right, down payment. So uh, don't shy away from this. If It may make more sense to go with the townhome just because you'll have more space. Uh, it does appreciate a little bit better, but just getting your foot in the door is, is the key. And then, you know, the benefit to these are obviously it's a lot more affordable. It gives you a lot more options. You're going to be able to find uh, Santa Monica condos for like six, seven hundred thousand dollars whereas you won't even be able to find a one bedroom under $1.2 million in like cities like Santa Monica or high cost areas like that. So it definitely allows you that flexibility to live in nice areas as your home appreciates. And then lastly, it's a lot, lot less competitive than a single family residence and even duplexes. So um, that's great because you're not gonna be having to overbid for homes or stress yourself out as much. I would say though, and Angel can attest to this, that for a townhome and for condos, uh, it is a little bit more difficult to qualify because townhome and condos need to fit specific rules set by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, Angel, what would you need to what would you say about the the condo or townhome? Yeah, at first I think you hit it right on the nail with the financing part. It could be a little bit harder to finance. Um, just the pet those, and that's nothing to do with you, by the way. Like you can qualify, but the actual complex itself, um, they have to meet certain uh, criteria. Like they have to have certain insurances. They need to make sure that the the owners in the area are up to their HOA dues, things like that have nothing to do with you. And if it doesn't meet that criteria, then the bank will not finance it, right? Um, so that's one thing. But another thing to mention, and then another thing to mention is how Anthony said, and one thing I cannot stress enough is that HOA fee, right? So a lot of people come to me, oh, I found this property, 600,000, and then the HOA fee is like six, 700 bucks a month, right? So that's something to definitely, definitely keep in mind. Um, when you're looking at HOAs, if you're looking at, say, Redfin, Zillow, or, or an app through a realtor, it says on their HOA fee, so something to be aware of. Um, but yeah, people, I think, are scared of townhomes or condos. They're like, they just, they don't feel like that's what they really want. Remember, sometimes it's okay to start here and upgrade later, right? 
But Anthony mentioned he, and I'm glad he brought that statistics of the appreciation, is condos and townhomes do appreciate quite quite, uh, quite well. So if you can be here for a few years, sell it, and get yourself into a single family home, then you know why not, right? You'd rather own a house. I always say you'd rather own than not own, right? So um, rather it's a duplex or a, or a condo, or you're, you're, right now you have a single family with the guest unit, and maybe in the long term that's not what you want. But in the short term, it could get you to your future goals. So um, instead of being in the rat race and always trying to get to that that dream home that you want, it can it gets a lot harder that way. Yeah, absolutely. And then one thing that I didn't mention about con- condos or townhomes is that because there's an HOA, it takes a lot of the responsibility of repairs away from you. So. A lot of the time when you purchase a single family residence or even a duplex, there's going to be some issues with the home that needs to be repaired, whether that's a new roof, plumbing, foundation, etc. These are very costly, you know, five, 10, 15 plus thousand dollars. For condos or townhomes, anything from the exterior is pretty much taken care of by the HOA. So that gives you a lot more uh, security and stability knowing, hey, I'm not probably gonna need to pay anything huge out of pocket. So oh, although it doesn't affect your mortgage, it does it does affect uh, what the overall cost of the home is going to be to you, you know, over, let's just say a five year period until you end up having enough equity to, you know, upgrade to a single family residence if that's what your goal is. So um, yeah, that's, that's something that's really important. Um, so I just kinda wanna recap everything real quickly. So the four, ways that you can purchase a starter home and keep your mortgage lower is by purchasing a duplex it's gonna allow you to you know use the rent that you're getting to uh qualify for more and also make your mortgage payment smaller single family or make your mortgage payment more affordable for you uh, a single family residence with a guest home or an in-law unit so very similar to purchasing a duplex you're going to be collecting rents and that's gonna make it a lot more affordable for you. The third way is gonna be purchasing a single family residence with a detached garage. Now you can convert that garage into an ADU, rent that ADU out, and then you'll be all able to start you know, making that mortgage payment more affordable. And then lastly is a condo or townhome with a lower HOA, $350 or less if you can. Um, this, is your great, this is a great way to get your foot in the door. It's a lot more affordable, you can find you can find sometimes condos for half the price of a single family residence in the area. Uh, and it's a great way for you to get your foot in the door. And then after a couple of years, you can upgrade and purchase that single family residence you've always wanted. So I hope this homies helps you out a lot. Uh, these are really, really great examples. This is what I would do if I was looking to purchase a starter home. So if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. Angel, where can we find you? At Your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. At Your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. You know where to find us. Thank you, homies. I want to wish you the very best. Take care. Thank you. Hey, homies. It's Anthony. This podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate. 